How's it going, everybody? This is Alex Caceres, and you're listening to Story of the Fight. What is up, Will? What up, what up? Welcome, everybody, to Story of the Fight. My name is Ramiro. That's my boy, Will. And this is where we talk all things mixed martial arts and life and anything that's going on at this specific point in time. If this is your first time tuning in, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. goes a long way. We're trying to reach 10,000 subscribers. We're currently at... Nine, like 9,200 or something like that. Something like that, around there. Close. So we've been growing, steady growing, you know, uh, here in the Ascension. last couple of months. So please make sure you continue telling your friends, your grandmas, your moms, everybody that loves listening to MMA, you know, because I, I know in the retirement homes, it's popping off. <laughs> it's popping. It's popping. Off. Got nothing to do but watch YouTube, uh, UFC, <laughs> yeah. and M- just MMA in general. You know what I mean? Uh, but if you yeah. don't like watching, you like listening. Where can they find us, Will? Yeah, it's uh, at Story of the Fight everywhere: uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, pretty much anywhere podcasts are. Um, we're on Twitch, uh, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Reddit. Uh, what's the other one? Threads. Uh, Story of the Fight everywhere. Story of the fight everywhere. I love it. I love it. Uh, Regen, shout out Regeneration Nation TV. Volk might have lost, but the good news is a new Spider-Man game is amazing. Oh, it was so good. I, look, sometimes we talk video games too. Hey, new UFC game comes out real soon. Uh, yeah. This week. Uh, Regen also says, I told all my moms <laughs> that oh. we're already fans. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I appreciate the support, Regen. Um, hey, are you ready for uh, Halloween, Will? Dude, I've been eating so much candy. I've, I've been, I'm doing no sugar in, unless it's the weekends. And, what? Uh, when did this? Yeah, start? I'm trying, dude. Because like, I think I'm pre-diabetic, dude. Um, really? Yeah, I go super hard with sugar, and you've always had a so, sweet tooth for sure. I always, dude. I, I used to eat gummy wor- gummy worms on my lunch breaks. Remember that? Like every single day. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, dude. I can't help it. Um, Blunderbub says, uh, "What's up, fellas? I'm sorry. I've been watching Fight Nights lately, but I ain't." <laughs> paying for all that yeah <laughs> i feel you yeah, uh, but uh yeah dude so i've been trying to cut down on the sugar we got a bag of kit kats the mini kit kats the reese's cups and then those little nerds clusters dude oh my god those nerds clusters dude this is my favorite holiday man it's my family's favorite oh, yeah. holiday got super into it it. dude look at this sick shirt by the way shout yeah, out manifest tattoo society uh that's you know yeah, dude, over in uh, anybody in the DFW area, go sh- check out Manifest Tattoo Society. Uh, legit work over there. But, dude, I, I went over there. Uh, they were doing uh, Friday the 13th uh, tattoos. Hell yeah. Ran out of time, though, because family, soccer. So I had to dip it. I was like, dude, let me at least get that sick-ass shirt. That's a cool I, shirt. I just love I, this time of year, dude. I noticed it when you first started it out. When we it's first sick, started huh? and I saw the shirt, I was like, ooh, that's kind of sick. I don't know what that yeah. is, but it's cool. If you like, if you like the shirt, you'll like the tattoos, for sure. Well, but, hey. Come my guys. <laughs> UFC 294 went down last night. Pretty big deal. We had a lot of changes, a lot of last-minute changes coming through. Uh, you know, it, the main event, we had the Bronx drop out, right? So mm-hmm. who stepped in? Yeah, Volkanovski steps in on 11 days' notice. The rematch. Paula Costa steps out, right, of the co-main event. Who yeah, steps in? Hamaru Usman on nine days' notice. Oh, my God, dude. And it just everything just boom, boom, boom happening. It was so fast. Uh, Hey, shout out Brian, by the way, for joining us at Nerds Cluster's Best Candy of All Time. It, it is really unreal, dude. If you haven't had them, it is insane. They're so uh, good. 
blunder, but we can destroy a bag of Reese's Cups in short, <laughs> short time in this house. Dude, for me, <laughs> for sure, it's Kit Kats. It, it, That's the bag. That's the bag I got. Kit Kats, Reese's Cups, and Nerds Clusters. I saw it. We saw it at Target, and we we're like, holy shit. That's an amazing Hold on. There was oh, one boy. bag with all three of those things in it? I'll go grab it right now if you don't believe me. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. We got to shut it down. I'm going to Target. <laughs> hey, by the way, shout out Rich to Casual, our producer in the background there. Only comes on when we talk uh, <laughs> when we talk candy <laughs> yeah. and video games. Or Street Fighter. Yeah. Or Street Fighter, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so we had UFC 294 going down. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we could start talking about it if you're ready to start talking about it, Will. Yeah, let's do it. Abu Dhabi. All right. Time. Abu Dhabi, we had the main event. Islam Mahashev versus Alexander Volkanovsky. That is Rich the Casual's boy, by the way. Rich the Casual doesn't know very much about MMA. He knows a lot about producing, which is how he holds the show down. But he knows about Alexander Volkanovsky. That's his boy. So you know he was heartbroken last night. Uh, but wh- what are your thoughts, Will? T- tell us. Break it down. Yeah, so the the first thing outside of the fight itself, you know, we had the first fight. It was it was um, it was a close fought match, much closer than pretty much everybody thought it was going to be, just because of the size difference. Because Volk is not a big featherweight. Uh, HB Comer says, "I actually bought this pay per view as it was finally airing at a proper time in Europe. What a shit show it turned out! To be. <laughs> it was chaos. What a chaotic event." But yeah, back to the fight. Um, we got. Uh, you know the first fight was somewhat close. I had I had Islam winning four rounds out of that first fight, but the, it wasn't like a landslide. You know what I mean? So that it was sounds a very close more, fight. It was a fun fight. Four rounds to one sounds way more dominant than like it actually played out. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. um, it was close. Volkanovski obviously he's one of the greats. Um, that's the reason his nickname is the Great. Um, it's not because he's named Alex, uh, but <laughs> but it goes together. But it works. Uh, yeah, it works. Some some nicknames only work one way. His works too. Um, but yeah, close first fight. Uh, everyone knew there was going to be a rematch eventually. Uh, I That's thought me. Islam would defend his belt against an actual lightweight. And then Volkanovski would defend his belt against uh, Ilya Tapuria. And then they would do the rematch. I think that's probably what was going to happen. Um, right? Islam versus the Bronx. Maybe versus Gaethje before. But who knows? Uh, Volkanovski finally has a new challenger at his weight class. So we'll get him to defend. Then we can do the rematch. Um, and then the Bronx pulls out. He had a nasty cut on his eyebrow. Um, a shout out Diggs, by the way. A what's up, G? Shout out Twitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're on Love Twitch. Uh, but um, yeah, so so the Bronx pulls out. He's got a nasty cut uh, like 10 days before the fight. By the way, 11 days if you haven't fight, seen the picture and if you're bad. not squeamish, check it out because there's no way he could have fought. No way he could have fought with that. Yeah, it was bad. And... You know, like <clears throat> I've seen people. There's a narrative already that the Bronx wanted out of the fight. He he was saying he doesn't want to fight him in Abu Dhabi, and it's like, so he cut open his eyebrow to get out of the fight. What are we talking about here? Yeah. The guy who faced like the killers of lightweight back to back to back back finished all of them. He's scared to fight Islam again. Come yeah, on, yeah, it's crazy narrative. It's ridiculous. But regardless, uh, Volk steps in, and I was like, what a gangster, but also terrible career move absolutely terrible career move not a good move because look he lost the first fight against islam but it was so close that you knew they were going to do it again and it was such a great fight an all-time classic you know they're going to do it again why would you want to rush this on nine days notice go up a weight class he's clearly was not in the shape that he should have been in you could tell just by his physique um why would you do this 
when because if you lose, no one's going to be like, well, it was nine, nine days notice. Let's do a third one. You're zero and two against them. That's not going to happen here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and and I guess if you pull it off, it's like one of the greatest success stories in in the sport. But it's just a, a really not a good decision from his team, in my opinion. Um, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and like Regent says. Uh, I felt like this was a lose-lose for Islam unless he finished Volk in the first round. Yeah, because if you're Islam <laughs> and it's another close fight, that's not a good look, you know, against a nine-day Volk or a 10-day Volk, whatever it was. Um, so that's the before the fight. What did you think of the fight? Uh, man, it was – I didn't expect it to go the way it did. Look, you talk about his physique. I would kill to have that body right now, Will. I'm not Your saying – I'm not savvy. saying – I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I'm just saying he still look like he's in good shape. Uh, you know, he didn't but look uh, like Volk though. No, no, no. But also, we're used to seeing him at 145. You know, but, I mean, yeah, but he's even, absolutely shredded. But even when he fought Islam the first time, he was still shredded. He just put on some mass for that fight because you know, he was and he actually able to properly bulk up. He did also mention that he hadn't been training as much as he probably should have been training, and it's not like he wasn't training because he like he wasn't training because he didn't think he had a fight coming up. It's yeah, not that he exactly. wasn't training because he wasn't no, taking training. his fight seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so uh, the, the fight, though, I, I didn't think it was going to go the way it did. So Islam Mahashev, uh, look, everybody talks in AKA about his stand-up. We know him yeah. for his wrestling. A lot of people know him for his wrestling. You know, he comes up with uh, Nurmagomedov and, and his family. So he's a solid wrestler. Mm-hmm. We have people coming out of that camp all the time saying, like, man, you think his wrestling is good. Uh, his striking is even better. And you're like, really, is it? You know, and you see, you see <laughs> glimpses of it. Here and there, he's got some knockouts, right? Yeah, he's got some knockouts. But then yesterday, he just looked so comfortable circling, circling around the uh, the octagon, man. And that straight mm-hmm. right was like a piston uh, yesterday, and kept on landing yeah. a few times. That's always a good, good, good strike for him. Um, and you know, <clears throat> when he's fighting in that southpaw stance, it's so weird because you, you know, wrestle like you're expecting a wrestler. But then you're also having a tricky kind of stand-up puzzle to figure out because, you know, you just most people aren't as comfortable fighting southpaws, right? So you're focusing on the wrestling, but then, hey, also, you're now dealing with a, a southpaw striker. And, yeah. you know, that um, Mighty Mouse called it uh, in his breakdown before this fight saying, look, the the left kick for, for Islam is the moneymaker in this fight. And it's going to be – and if he uses it, that's going to be the difference maker is basically what he was saying. Um God, my mouth's so goddamn good, right? Yes, he's and so the fight starts. And it's like he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, it's like he's he's like with a goat or something. Um, <laughs> Islam is is throwing that low leg kick, the inside leg kick with his left leg because they're open stance, and it's landing. It's landing well, and then he starts going to the body, and you're like, oh, nice. It's Mighty Mouse was right. It's a good kick because um, that open sand, open side. Um, if you're orthodox and you're fighting a southpaw fighter, the rear leg body kick favors the southpaw right because that's hitting the liver whereas the orthodox fighter is just going to hit you the side there's nothing there right um so the southpaw body kick against an orthodox fighter is way more powerful than the reverse and and you have to you have to be cognizant of it if you're the orthodox fighter um and then eventually he throws the high kick and Volk gets the hand up and you're like ooh, that was a nasty one and then uh and then he shoots for a takedown Volk stuffs it like this and it's like man at, at this moment I was not even paying attention to the kicks as much. I wasn't like, I wasn't like, ooh, he's getting it. I was just like, you know, you're watching the fight. He stuffs the takedown. They get up to the fence. Volk turns him around, gets Islam's back against the fence. And I was like, man, this is why Volk's so good, dude. On 10 days notice, here he is, like, stuffing Islam Makachev takedowns. 
You know, it's hard to take down a bowling ball, you know? Uh, and Volk's basically just uh, a block. Have you ever tried? It's hard. <laughs> no, I haven't. It's hard. <laughs> Cut to Ramiro and the kids at, at the bowling alley. And yeah, and just try to... <laughs> <laughs> Sprawling on a bowling ball, just yeah. Sprawling dude. on a bowling ball. Um, and then they separate. Uh, Islam lands some nasty knees. You can see mm-hmm. in that that plum clinch um, that he's so strong and he's curling, uh, he's breaking Volk's posture. And that's hard to do against Volk because he's like so stout. You know, it's hard to break someone's posture if they're not long. Um, and they separate and then ba-bam, he throws the left high kick. And Volk has the hand up, but he leans down almost like he's expecting it to maybe go to like the body. body. Yeah. And, uh, what a and it setup! Goes right over the hand. His hand's here, and it goes right over. Hits him in the eyebrow. Splits his eyebrow. Wobbles him. And you can see it's one of those knockouts where you're you're like fighting to stay in your brain. You know what I mean? Like because yeah. he wobbles, and you can see he's like a lot of people would have just gone down from that. Let's be real. Um, and and Volk kind of stumbles a little bit, and it's like it's like he's fighting his body from going. Out. You know when you get choked out and you're on the verge of passing out and you're like, no, no, no. And you're like yeah. trying to keep your vision and you're trying. I bet you that's exactly what's happening with Volk. Uh, but he can't stay up. And then Islam just puts it on him with the ground and pound. Uh, Look at that background, by the way, the time. reactions. I know, dude. Such a good picture. You think this is a good picture? Wait till you see oh, the next boy. one. Maybe one of the greatest MMA photos of all time, in my opinion. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm run. excited now. Let's run it. He says, oh, that is a good God. picture. Damn, dude. That is a really good picture, actually. Because yeah. immediately after he finishes them, he's telling the crowd to, to calm down. He's putting his hand down and like, hey, calm down, calm down. Puts his hand, like, the silence right. And God, what a picture. That is insane, dude. <sighs> yeah. But uh, look, dude, Alexander, the great Volkanovsky, and You're say what you say about him. Like, just to be able to get this call on short notice to move mm-hmm. up in weight class to go into a rematch against the, the last person that beat you for the 155-pound title. The only guy to beat you in the UFC, right? You, you, you're still the great man. Like, you're fantastic. You're still a 145-pound champ. But, dude, the, the cojones on this guy yeah. to, to get that call and just be like, yeah, for sure, I'll do that rematch. And to, like he said, he hadn't been training that much. Uh, you said probably not the best career move. Mm-hmm. Probably not, you know, but still – yeah an absolute savage to be able yeah, to say, yeah, I'll step in here with Islam Mahashev. Yeah. And you can question the decision-making, but you can't question the toughness. And like, at the end of the day, this loss, in my opinion, doesn't really mean much to him or his legacy uh, no. because he has that excuse card in the back pocket. It was like, this was 10 days notice in Abu Dhabi. You know what I mean? I wasn't even training for a fight. You could tell visibly that he wasn't like the shape he was in wasn't fight ready shape for Volkanovsky. So like he has those caveats where like the, the loss doesn't really mean too much. The biggest thing that this loss means is that he's, he's not going to get a third fight. That's the biggest problem with this, uh, which ultimately doesn't really matter. There's a, bu- there's a bunch of fighters who were never uh, double champs. Hey, if if you're thought- Volkanovsky, do you want to go back up to 155 eventually and, and try to get that belt? Or do you just sit at 145 and just reign at that I'm division? Totally that. The double champ stuff for me, it, for me, it doesn't really like hold that much weight. Like no even if it's not double champ, let's say he just says like, "Hey, hey I relinquish the belt." Well, just two weight. I'm, I'm stepping up to one fifty five. Yeah, it doesn't have to be simultaneous. Like it, there, there might be some people who put a lot of stock in that, and I understand. For me, I don't know why. I just don't really. It doesn't weigh too much for me. Like getting a champ, a championship uh, in another division. 
Like what matters to me is like the actual performances and stuff and like how you look in there against the competition. Look, I'm not discounting John Jones being the heavyweight champ. I'm not discounting GSP getting the middleweight belt, Daniel Cormier doing light heavyweight and heavyweight. I am discounting Connor doing 145 and 155. How dare but, you? <laughs> uh, no, he did that, right? He, he put on a master class against Eddie Alvarez. Um, he just he shouldn't have been a double champ. That was bullshit. But like, I, it doesn't knock his legacy in my opinion at all. Because he's still trying it. And and look, there's some guys like DC who went down to light heavyweight, but he was a heavyweight. And then he goes to heavyweight and gets the belt. Islam is not a 155er. You know, the guy could probably be the, he could probably go down to bantamweight better than he can go to 155. Um, he's, he's small, you know, like he's not a lightweight, you know. So it, it doesn't, it doesn't drop his stock to me really at all. Um, Islam does, or... Uh, Volkanovski. It Volkanovski, doesn't drop my stock okay. in bulk. Uh, my stock does go way higher for Islam, though. Uh, uh, the, I mean, Comer the weight says, is uh, and that's Like you said, you expect the wrestling. You expect the wrestling. You don't expect high kick knockouts from... You would never expect that from Habib, right? And I know everybody wants to make the comparisons, but uh, HB Comer says Volk wants to fight in January. Is that really a good idea? Again, maybe his team needs to sit him down and say, look, we know you're a savage, but... We're at the point now where we need to start taking this a little bit more seriously and and plan things out. Um, it's just look, January's what three months away. Mm-hmm. It's got it's got a bad cut. Three months after a knockout, and you're gonna fight a savage like Ilya Tapuria, who is a striker, not a wrestler. Maybe not a good call, and and it kind of sucks because if if Volk can't make it, they're gonna do Ilya versus Max Holloway, and. I don't really want to see Max beat another number one contender <laughs> and block folk from a, a new title fight, you know, a new title opportunity. So I, yeah, I don't know, but yeah. Hey, there's been a lot of uh, good uh, chatter, by the way, uh, on the chat, uh, you know, a blunder asking, uh, do fighters get to negotiate higher pay purse when they take fights on short notice? They it's do. been well documented that they uh, get taken care of Dude, right by the USA sure whenever Usman, they do. Usman and Volk got fucking oh, paid. Rolling in the dope. Rolling yeah. for sure. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Blunderbuff says, I knew some heavyweights who were just really big bowling balls. Facts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> DC uh, is one of them. <laughs> you know, uh, HLB Comer also points out, also interesting how he uh, and Izzy both suffered from a certain burnout. You've heard that a lot yep. from Izzy recently saying, hey, I need to take some time off. Wouldn't Dude, be a bad so idea active. for – Yeah, wouldn't be a bad idea for Volk to take some time off the, too. And the, the thing the is that we see is... one or two fights a year, three fights a year mm-hmm. maybe – but the grind in between Dude. where we don't have a camera in front of them the entire time to stay Five at that camps. level, come on. Come Championship on. fight camps are no right. joke. The problem is, and it's a little worrying, is in the post-fight interview, Volk is talking about how, you know, he doesn't do well when he's not fighting. So he had to take this fight and, uh, like, not do not do well mentally is what he's saying. And, like, that's scary because a lot of the – Look, we've seen it numerous times where guys at the end of their career fight way more often than they should, and they're getting knocked out, and they should retire sooner. Someone who puts their life into fighting like this, and and you know, like that's that's a dark road, dude, and that's that's a little scary to see, uh, like the foreshadowing foreshadowing with that. Um, and it's as much as we rail on Dominic Cruz um, when he lost his belt and he was uh, against Cody Garbrandt. And he did that post-fight interview uh, at the press conference. And he was talking about, look, like, I don't need the win anymore. Like, this sucks, obviously. But, like, I don't, I don't, my life doesn't, 
my value and my mental health doesn't rely on the win. It doesn't rely on the outcome of this stuff. And it, he, he's talked about how it took so long for him to get to that point. I hope Volk does, dude, because that's, that's gnarly. Uh, Matt's prodigy you coming through and saying, uh, do you think it's like an extra 100000 I mean, Dana passes out 250000 to Milk Boys <laughs> like Halloween candy. <laughs> oh, that's I hilarious. It's I, by the way, I love the fact that uh, – shout out Math Prodigy, by the way. Thanks for joining us. That Somebody with that name, Math Prodigy, is talking numbers yeah. on there. So it's it's awesome. And then uh, H.O.B. Comer saying, Volk's end is near. Don't say – Rich it right is. now is probably in the background shedding tears as Look. this is one of the only fighters that he follows. Uh, and so he does not want to hear that the end is near. Look, the the man is 35 years old. Yeah. That doesn't sound like an old person, but historically, I think statistically, uh, I think it's like 80% of champs that are over 36 or 36 and over lose. It's like, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy. The drop off is Keep on insane. throwing those numbers out. Math prodigy is smiling yeah. right now in front of the screen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's tough, man. He's 35 years old. Um, to be in these type of fight camps back to back to back to back fighting the killers of the division or the next division, you know, it's, wear on it's tough, man. Like if Vulcan just like, if Vulcan defend that 145 pound belt against uh Tapuria, maybe you call it there, dude, honestly, I don't know. It's tough. all right. So let me ask you this, Will, and I'll ask everybody else in the chat. Maybe not. I don't know. The Bronx next, or do you go Justin Gaethje next? Yeah, that's weird. Right? Because because the Bronx had it, and it's not like he pulled out for some bullshit. Like it was bad. It's a bad cut. But Gaethje was promised a title fight after knocking out Dustin. Yeah. Justin yeah. Gaethje also denied the short notice fight, from what I'm told. So Dustin Poirier uh, was also asked and did agree to it, but they went with Volk. Um, probably if Volk said no, they would have went with uh, Poirier. But. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, and, you know, Blunderbub makes a good point there. Uh, Ton Lee is still ripping legs off at 38 years old. But one doesn't have USADA, and neither mm -hmm. does the UFC after I was going to say, dude, this is the UFC. So maybe Volk, maybe Volk can get a couple years later. You know what I mean? Why not? You can extend that We career. talked about this in the last one. You know, just yeah. let, them, let them have at it. Just let them have at it. Well, you know that they're, they're getting the, the team that does the NFL, so we should be good. We should is that who they're getting? Yeah, yeah. They the guys who do the drug testing for the NFL and the um and college football also. NCAA, is that what it is? Yeah, NCAA. Yeah. Oh, dude, really? It's exactly yeah, so we're good. So we're good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're they say, putting in the contracts like, hey, we don't drug test. They literally say like we work with the organization to to come up with the list of things to ban because we understand there are things that it's like, wait a second. What are you saying right now? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> crazy oh, that's dude. hilarious all right well, no, well, hey, that's all i have on the, that's all i have um, on the main event did you have anything else I mean, we, yeah we, we talked pretty much only about volkanovsky uh we kind of talked a little bit about islam but man for islam to also take this fight on short notice a guy oh, who yeah. took him five rounds uh like like um was it region that was saying it's like it's a pretty much a lose-lose for islam if he doesn't finish him in the first round he goes out there and does it with the high kick uh this is big for islam man because because now it's like with Habib, you're so worried about the wrestling. You're so worried. Don't let him get close. Don't let him get close. Like Chael Sonnen, right? And uh, Islam now, even if he's not close, he might be setting some up to knock you out. Knock you out. Like yeah, th there's there's gonna be all there's always gonna be comparisons between Habib and Islam. If Islam stays on this track and please let him defend a belt against a lightweight, 
we need to see him defend, like actually fight lightweights as a champ. Uh, like, dude, he has a, a crazy opportunity for greatness. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see if he can go through the Bronx again. From shopping at Ross, right? Yeah, to shout out Coleslaw. Headline. I was telling Kevin. I was watching the fights with Kevin, and I was like, "Oh yeah, dude, Josh fucking met met Islam in uh, in Ross like five or six years ago up in San Jose." Uh, and he was like, well, "Oh, was he cool?" And I was like, "Yeah, I guess he was like super stoked that somebody recognized because he was nobody at that point. I don't think yeah. he, he might have had one UFC fight." Uh, and he's in there with uh, who was he with? I don't remember who he's with. Um, but they're like buying like slides and shit at Ross. And this picture with Josh is like, <laughs> "That's <laughs> awesome, man! So sick, That's a good dude. story." And then That's little do you know, this guy ends up being the champ, dude. It's crazy. There you go. Josh should reach out to him and be like, "Yo, remember me." Yeah, Math Raji says uh, that's tough. I guess you give it to Gacy since Charles had a chance but dropped the ball, whether intentionally or unintentionally. Show must go on. Justin is due again. Islam is diff than Khabib. Yeah, and that's the interesting too. Uh, they were talking about that's the interesting thing I should say. Uh, Justin will be the first guy who faced Habib to take on Islam. Oh, I think uh, is the only he's, he would be the first guy with a common uh, opponent. Bum, bum, so that's bum. interesting. There's a that little wrinkle to that one, you know? Yeah. And let's be real. You had to knock out Dustin Poirier, you should get a title shot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. For sure. For sure. All right. We're ready? Yeah. Move on? Let's do it. Let's go on to the co-main uh, event. Real, real quick. Regen says, who at lightweight would you pick against Islam? He has a high chance to go down as the best lightweight ever. Yeah, I mean, seriously. He really does. I, I don't Chances know who gets in trouble. I don't know. W- once he starts getting a little bit older, we'll talk then. But right now, I, I can't see anybody. I'm Let's go down the list real quick, right? Sorry, yeah. I know we're, we said we're going to move on to the co-main, but that's a very good question that Regen uh, posts there. So you got DeBronx, Oliveira, Justin Gaethje, Dustin Poirier, Benil Daryush, uh, Michael Chandler, Matus Gamrot, uh, Rafael Faziv, Armand Saryukian, Dan Hooker, Rafael Dos Anjos. That's the top 10. Yeah. Who? No. I say no. And, uh, even if you go outside the top 10, like sometimes you'll look outside the top 10 and you're like, hey, in a this year or come. two, this yeah. person's on the way. Listen here. Jalen Turner? Bobby Green, as much as you love him, Will, let's be real here. No. Renato Moicano. Here to beat him. Matt Frivola, steamroller Frivola. Not going to happen. No. Drew Dober. It's my boy, but no. <laughs> Dude, that, I mean, he, he he can wipe out the division. He can. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to yeah. see his reign. The, the problem is they're already talking about if Kobe beats Leon. We no, 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 no. Please, let's like, not do that. Look, don't do that. We need you know, to see fight fucking lightweights. Come on. <laughs> you know your boy eats that shit up, right? Yeah. Like, I love seeing that. I, I, I'm the exact me. opposite. Let me see it. Let me see it. Dude, I remember growing up, and I'm watching, uh, you know, like, Oscar DeLoya, uh, Mayweather, and I'm watching Manny Pacquiao, you know, and you have Michael Buffer up there. He's like, the former 124-pound, <laughs> yeah. the former 128-pound, the former 134, <laughs> and he's just, like, naming it off. And I'm like, that's so sick, dude, to be able to say, like, all these different weight divisions, I was the man. So, like, mm-hmm. seeing it now, like, look, dude, I'm getting all excited just talking about it now, right? But with this guy oh, specifically, man. with Islam yeah. Ahashem, I feel like we could have something so, so special where years down the road, even after he's done, like, people won't be arguing who the best was. Like, it's going to be yeah. set in stone that he was the best to ever do it at 155. Like, I truly yeah. believe that he has that that capability, so I want to see it happen. Plus, like, what do we learn if he goes up and beats Colby Covington? Like, nothing. It does nothing for me. It's, I mean, it would do something for you to see Colby Covington lose to... I mean, yeah, I'd be stoked to see him lose. But <laughs> 
it's just like it's, yeah it's, that's the type of shit that that pisses me off about the sport uh math prodigy or blunderbub says cross promotion return fight for christian lee yeah if he's sick i think uh islam probably smokes him though and i love christian <laughs> lee uh region says please stay at lightweight and become the goat that's yes, what i want please. dude and like going up and beating colby covington doesn't do doesn't do that but going through that murderer's row we just talked about well look because, what it, it would cement him as the oh, goat cemented, yeah yeah because because look people complained about islam getting a title shot and said he's only got it because he beat uh because he's habib's boy all this shit and he's they're trying to replace habib with him the plus side of that is now that he's champ there's a bunch of fresh matchups that he did not face as because yep. because sometimes there's guys who clear out the division just to get to the damn belt you know that's not islam <laughs> He's got a bunch of fresh matchups that he could take on as challengers. And if he could knock them down as champ, dude, yeah, that's what makes goats. Not random one-off fights like, at the beginning of their reign. To see like a mouth breather like him. Yeah, to, like, dude. Go through and be an absolute killer. Have you seen yeah. those videos? Where yeah, he's next to uh, Habibi. He's just like <laughs> staring out like yeah. So like so confused funny, all the time. I love it. He's just thinking about he's smashing. Just, he's just seeing high time. kicks, dude. He's yeah, all the time. Just like, <laughs> I, I see what I love high kick with the kid land there. Um, oh, that's hilarious. But yeah, dude, like I, I don't like the reason this fight even happened in the first place is because Volkanovsky cleaned out his division. You don't go up in weight class to take on the champ when you still haven't even defended your belt against somebody in your division. Like, what are we doing? What are we even talking about? Yeah. You know, yeah. that you can't, especially at lightweight. There's all these guys waiting. We're talking about two guys who. Who do we give the title shot to? Neither of them. Let's have them go up and wake up. Like, what are we talking about? You know? Yeah. I'm <laughs> saying Miro hyped. Oh, dude, I got so hyped right now just talking about multi-division champs. You know? That's... Yeah. <laughs> and then HLB Comer saying Leon beats Colby. I fucking dude, hope so. God headshot damn. dead, man, as uh, Leon says. By the way, one of the coldest moments. Yeah, that was sick. Uh, in that MMA was so history sick, with Leon. I, I absolutely yeah. love it. All right. Now, for real, let's move on. We've been talking about this fight for 31 minutes. Let's go. You know, happens but, great but it was great. worth it. But it was yeah. worth it. All right. Co-main event, we had Kamaru Usman versus Hamza Shimaev. What'd you think? Nine days notice Usman goes up in weight class. Savage. Another savage. Another savage, dude. I was pulling from hard on this one, and my bias may come through. My bias, I, let's be real. I'll, I'll, you guys might have different opinions on this fight. I don't know. But my bias is definitely going to come through in this one, I think uh because look i don't i don't dislike hamzat Shemaev. i think he's a killer i think he puts on fun fights the gilbert burns fight was fucking incredible oh yeah um, that i was think amazing. the ufc has mishandled his career so far um they did a great job at the beginning and then just like dropped the ball completely with him in my opinion um but i don't blame that on Shemaev. um but yeah he goes so inactive in between fights you know that you almost forget yeah, about the think- the legend that is the, yeah, or the growing legend of uh, Hamzat. There's people think that he popped, that Usada popped him and didn't announce it. And that's why he was out for a whole year after he took no damage against Kevin Holland. Dude, just like, throw him another person like Mearshart again. You know, just the rematch. Yeah, just anything so to much. keep the guy active in yeah. between, man. Um, Kamaru coming in on nine days notice. He's back-to-back losses uh, for the first time in his career uh, against um, Leon Edwards. First one, he was winning by a landslide and then got high kick at the end of the fight second one leon really did a great job and beat him and made the adjustments and, and like beat him beat him it wasn't just like a hail mary head kick you know like he beat oh, him no, no, yeah. um and then so he's he's coming in on off two losses 
nine days notice going up in weight class against a guy who spent a year knowing that his next fight was going to be at 185. Um, Hamzat was... Uh, preparing for not a pressure wrestler, but a pressure fighter nonetheless in Paulo Costa. Um, so he's kind of prepared. His grappling is always going to be uh, his edge. So that he's already kind of matched up well for Usman. Mm-hmm. Um, Usman breaks people with his pressure and his wrestling. It's going to be tough to do that to Hamza. Yep. So terrible matchup. It's a bad matchup on nine terrible days' matchup. notice across everything the world. stacked against him. He flies, he flies from Denver to Abu Dhabi for this fight. Like, that's crazy. Not a short flight. That's not a short flight, man. It's not. <laughs> uh, uh, my boss was in Dubai. He was trying to go to this potentially. Uh, that was a long flight for him. So, And he wasn't fighting on nine days' notice. So uh, I can't even imagine if you're Usman. They go out there. They're mixing it up a little bit. He does a good job, you know, defending the initial takedowns. But mm-hmm. the problem is with someone like Hamzat, whose chain wrestling is so good, once you defend that initial takedown, you got to fucking split, dude. You cannot be there. If he has a hand on you, he's going to get the takedown. You Explode have to get out. out of there. Explode yeah, you out. Go. You got to go. Math Project says, disagree, brother. Yeah. Uh, he might be talking uh, to HLV Comer saying that yeah. Kosa would have killed Shemayev. Look, first round, he ends up taking his back fantastic back work from Shemaev. I was telling Kevin, I was like, why is it that some guys get the backpack position and do no damage with it, never really threaten the submission, but then there's guys like Hamzat who gets the backpack for the whole round and it's a mauling. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he's finding no. moments to land these shots while still maintaining position. That is incredible to watch. He's so good. Close um, to sinking in the rear naked choke. Also got a neck crank in there. Yeah, and and on the flip side, Usman's discipline, man, to survive yeah. that because you know so he's moving good. just enough. He's he's defending his neck. The one time he almost gives up the neck is when he stands up, which is insane with his knees. He he can't even he can't even run. He potentially popped the knee in the in the open workout before the fight. He stands up with Hamza on his back. He gets the choke in, and I, I'm like telling Kevin, I was like, spike him, spike him. Now's your chance. Like you need to spike him, and he just fucking bam, spikes him on his head breaks Hamzat's wrist when he planted uh, from the spike, uh, then survives the rest of the round. Incredible. And yep. I was like, that's not a great round from Kamaru. Obviously, nobody knew that he broke his wrist at that moment uh, live. But I was like, he survived. And that's that's pretty big. You know, Now let's see what the gas tanks look like because nine days notice, you know, he's the CEO of EPO. Um, this is right before the <laughs> spike. Um, Going to be interesting to see Kamaru's gas tank. And at this point, like I said, we didn't know that Hamzat's wrist was broken. And I was like, oh, wow. Looks like Hamzat might have gassed and not Kamar. Mm-hmm. Could have been gassed. Could have also just been reluctant to throw. Um, that second round, dude, Kamaru just defending takedowns, keeping his distance, landing that jab, that one-two cracks. He was um, also telegraphing the takedowns a lot more at this point. Hamzat was. Hamzat? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. he wasn't setting them up as well as he was in that first round. I mean, mm-hmm. hey, by the way, first round, 10-8 round? 100 percent 10 8 round right you got it right yeah um yeah yeah, yeah. 10-8 round that first round second round uh i thought kamaru did such a good job keeping his distance his, his fighting behind the jab was really good he would he would uh fake like he's gonna go for a takedown and then pop right back mm. up just to yep. keep thinking you know it, it that's the elite right throwing feints out there and getting reactions he was getting hamza to react to pretty much everything he was doing uh and he was tagging him and i was like look yep. this is pretty good the round ends and i was like i thought that was a pretty clear round for Usman just because Hamzat really didn't do much at all, right? Yeah. It's not like Usman did a ton. Probably dealing with that broken wrist that you're exactly. talking about right now and trying to figure out, out life. 
Like, how, yeah. how am I going to get through this, right? Yeah. Am I going to lose to this man on nine days notice? I can't Ooh. have this. Um, uh, se- second round, I thought was a clear round for Kamaru. And I was like, all right, round of peace going into the third. But probably a 10-8 round in the first round. So mm. if Usman just gets a 10-9 in this third round, it's probably just a draw. He might need a draw. finish regardless, you know. Uh, second round or third round starts. Um, and again, I feel like from what I remember, this was the one where uh, Hamza got a takedown, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Hamza got a takedown. Two minutes of control. This was it, right? Yeah. You got to get out of here. This ended up being a takedown. How insane yep. is that? And the way that he it's did it was insane. so beautiful. Like you talked about the fact that Kamaru should have just like booked it as much as he could. Not to say he wasn't trying, right? But <laughs> yeah, right. It just didn't seem like like the explosion was there out of this. Mm-hmm. Like usually you'll see somebody like pull back, turn, and then pull again. Yeah. And and I like think- just try to run in the opposite direction. In this case, he held onto the ankle and then slowly climbed his way up to a single leg, which turned into a Man. takedown. And I, and I think he knew, right? Like, because like you said, the explosion wasn't there in this moment, but later on, there was a moment where Kamaru kind of slipped, maybe through a kick and he slipped and he immediately yeah. was like, I'm getting the fuck up. Like, yep. there's no, I'm not taking my time. There comes out someone sure. who will take a, take a, take that opportunity. Um, and uh, I'm pulling it up right now just so I can see it. Fuck. It was good. Um, but <laughs> you know, for the first, like first three minutes of the round, you know, Again, Usman's landing, right? He's throwing leg kicks. He's throwing that one-two, cracking one-two. I'm uh, letting his hands go a lot more in this round, too. Yeah, and tag <laughs> so, and landing. He seemed really hesitant in the second fight against Leon. And mm. probably because he had gone dropped, knocked out for the first time in his career. He didn't want that to happen again. But yeah. he he seemed gun-shy, mm-hmm. right? going into this fight a little bit too in that first round of the bit. second round. And part of yeah. it was probably knowing that Hamza was going to try to take him down. So he didn't want to leave himself too open. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it, it could have been a combination of things. But mm-hmm. when you see him start pressuring him more, and he's the one that's stepping forward in that yeah. third round, and he starts throwing combinations, you started seeing him starting to crack Hamza yeah. Chimaev. And I was like, oh, uh, here's a perfect perfect timing, Rich. He's so good. Um, I know. Dude. Like but uh, yeah, just uh, – at that point, I was like, "Look, he—he he, if he continues landing these shots and he continues putting yeah. his pressure on, like we—we we could possibly see a finish here." Yeah, and and then Hamza gets him down, but again, he gets him down. He has two minutes of control time in that fifth round, but he doesn't land any big shot. It wasn't like the first round where he took his back and was battering him, setting up submissions. Like there really wasn't much going on on the ground. And then Usman gets up, and they go toe to toe to end the fight 10 seconds left and they go full on max holloway ricardo lamas just swinging and banging dude like that Loved was it. so fucking cool and then you find out after the fact that hamza's wrist was broken and he still went and he's down still like throwing. god dude who, who was he recently that pointed finish. down at the ground and then did a double and a shot for takedown, takedown. <laughs> do you remember that, that? Yeah, who that was, was recent, it though yeah it was yeah, recent it was where it like, pissed me off yeah i was like hey dude, you're time. gonna point down the ground saying hey let's swing and bang to finish up you don't start swinging no what he's saying is he pointed to the ground like I'm about to put you on the mat, and then oh, I that was my mistake, my mix up, yeah. my mix up. <laughs> but yeah, they finished going toe to toe like this, uh, and they finished the fight. Uh, I had this. Uh, I thought this was a pretty clear draw, in my opinion. I had Usman winning the second and third round. Uh, I thought the second was the clearest round for Usman. Third round was pretty close, just because the takedown and do you, do you, two minutes of control, whereas my opinion, three minutes of Kamar landing the better shots with, on the feet. I think that outweighs two minutes of control. Um, but I know that's 
might be my bias. Uh, some people might disagree. Um, I thought the second round was a clear Usman. First round was clear Hamza, a 10-8 round. So I had 28-28 draw. Yeah, you know, ultimately, I'm I'm fine with the decision too. You know, yeah, like it wasn't, it wasn't anything crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I would have loved to see the draw. I would have loved to see the draw because mm -hmm. it would have meant a rematch for us yep. with a full camp for Usman and five rounds probably. There's no way this wouldn't be a main event. You know, you know what I mean? And and it would mean that Drickus Duplessis gets a title shot, which he deserves. So everybody wins. <laughs> but. Look, hey, this should have been a majority draw. in shape, huh? I know, dude. The CEO of EPO. The the uh, <laughs> one judge did fuck this up. It wasn't a robbery, in my opinion. The outcome itself is okay. I understand it. Um, if you give rounds one and three to Hamzat, um, with a ten, especially with the ten eight round in the first round, but one judge gave Hamzat the second round and mm. Usman the third, and that mm. is a terrible scorecard i don't know how you could argue that hamza won that second round where he literally didn't do anything the whole yeah. round granted i'm not shitting on him because his wrist was broken and he was like you said trying to figure out life uh but yeah one judge gave hamza the second round and usman the third if he gave usman the second round that would have been two judges that given it a draw and it would have been a majority draw so that's kind of fucked that leaves a sour taste in my mouth um and then usman Pretty depressed there in the post-fight interviews. I don't know if you saw that with Megan Olivi. He's like on the verge of crying, had to keep looking away. He's like, Man. I don't know, I've never been here before. Three losses in a row. I just don't Dude, understand what's Usman, happening. <laughs> Fuck. The, the deeper he got into his career, the more he grew on me, man. And he really mm -hmm. ended up being a great champion, an active oh, yeah. champion, a classy champion. You know, even during his losses. Bangers, uh, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. He, Knocking out Masvidal. The, Remember, the as, he up, as he was coming up, as he was coming up, it was all like, uh, "Well, this guy's just a grappler." Yeah. And once he became a champion, he's like, "Let me throw these hands, yeah, and dude. show these Knocking guys that can hear, yeah, like absolute savages breaking Kobe's um, jaw, finishing Gilbert Burns, like just and his, wars." His ghost stories, man. You know, yeah, like as he's going through, get in there. yeah, dude, I, I, I love it. Like, so he, it, this is tough seeing him at this part of his career because, yeah. He's a great. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a great for sure. Um, yeah. So it it was it, it's tough. It's tough. It's hard to watch, dude. And look, I don't think he should hang in he his head in this one. And I think going back, I think he'll be a little bit more confident in this fight than than he was like right after the fight, right? Um, hey, yeah. Wait, it's, sorry, it's, UFC. Mm -hmm. Give him a post fight interview. He waited in the octagon. That was bullshit. He that bro. he was going to talk to you so guys. Pissed. And then so DC just look. I, and I hate doing this, and I hate shitting on commentators because Will does that for me, and I don't want to double up. But <laughs> I cannot stand DC's post-fight interviews. Give me Bisping all day. Uh, give Felder. me uh, Felder all day. You know, because I think that they haven't forgotten what it's like to be that fighter and to get those two minutes of limelight where you get to yeah. just speak your mind, whatever you want to do. Like, you've earned that right. You've mm -hmm. earned that mic right. I don't care who the hell's tripping your ears saying, hey, we got to end yeah. this interview. we got to end this. Like, I Joe will Rogan see. will give him all the time too, mm -hmm. right? We know what these fighters mean to the sport. We know what these fighters mean to the fans. Fans appreciate Usman stepping in nine days notice and going through this. Give the guy a minute or two minutes of my time. I know, dude. Seriously. It was so frustrating. And and you see him like standing there looking waiting. at DC, waiting. And then yeah. he just, so Hamza goes over and is like, Hey brother, you know, yeah. like I'm sorry I we smashed. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that that was rough, man. 
it was tough. Yeah, I hated that, especially because like, dude, it's it's the pay per view at this point. We're not worried about starting the next card on time. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, we had a weirdness. We can we can use this as a segue. We had a fight end real early, right before this. So, you know, we had some time. (laughs) Yeah, Matt Prodigy says I agree. Give them two minutes. Yeah, dude, come on, take one stupid uh, slap uh, ad away. You know, and and give it to the fighters. Yeah, all right. Title fights, like it means anything. <laughs> oh, you put the card, so the uh, scorecards up. Yeah. Shout out Vito uh, for fucking this one up pretty bad. I don't wow. see how you could give Usman or Hamzat the second round. The third round, arguable, right? Derek clearly gave Hamzat the third round. I'm not mad at that. It was a close round. Uh, two minutes of control is a big deal. Um, so I understand why you you could give him that. But man, second round for Usman is fucking dog shit. Wow. Or for wow. Hamzat, I should say. Yeah. Whatever. All right, man. Well, hey, uh, we've we have about 15 yeah. minutes left before we hit the hour mark, and we have we got muchos months. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, so we can kind of just blow through these. These should be pretty quick, actually. Yeah, most of them were terrible. So, all right, let's go up uh, for the next fight. We had uh, Johnny Walker versus Ankalaev. Yeah, uh, we should also throw the doctor in there. It was actually Johnny Walker versus the doctor. Uh, Damn, and the doctor won. Yeah, the doctor won. Uh, fight starts. Johnny Walker doing a good job landing that low kick on Uncle Ive. Probably saw what Jan Blahovich did and was like, I could do that. Um, and then Uncle Ive was like, hey, I'm not just uh, stagnant in my career. And he started checking him pretty good. And I was like, ooh, that's dangerous. Uh, hits Johnny Walker to the body. Johnny Walker buckles. And I was like, oh, no. And then immediately throws a flying knee. And it was, and he was fucking like, awesome. Yeah. Was he actually hurt? Maybe. I don't know. It didn't look like I don't think he was, bro. But like that type of split second thinking is crazy, dude. Like to, to be yeah. like, ooh, I'm hurt. <laughs> and then throw a flying knee, dude. It uh, was planned. Man. It was planned yeah. 100%, dude. And, and if it was anybody else other than Johnny Walker, True, yeah. I'd be like, maybe they were really hurt. But it's Johnny Super, Walker. Kutalaba. <laughs> He's a wild, wild man. You know, yeah, like that's true. just who he is. And this is part true. of the reason we love a Johnny Walker. You just yeah. don't know what the hell's going to happen with this guy. Yeah, uh, Uncle I runs through him after the knee. The knee doesn't land, but he, he uses it to close the distance and uh, takes him down up, up here. And you can see him get that uh, wrist control around his back, that left yep. arm from Johnny Walker, the one that's across his belly. Uncle I just reaching around control. the back to grab that. Yeah, so good. Um, yeah. And then <laughs> Bloodwood says, call an ambulance, <laughs> but not for me. Um, <laughs> truly. Uh, so they get oh, in this position. It. Eventually, Johnny Walker gets his hand free. Uh, and he posts on that knee, and Uncle Ive blasts him with an illegal knee. It was a nasty one. Yeah, it was and nasty. Johnny Walker just eats it, and he's like, three points were down. Three-point contact. That's illegal. <laughs> and Uncle Ive's like, ah, shit, and he walks away. And I was like, all right, well, he, he ate that pretty well, right? Like, he, he yeah. got right back up. He wasn't wobbly. He looked a little confused, a little bit like, ooh, but you get five minutes, or so we thought. <laughs> the doctor comes in. Uh, I think we have a picture of the knee that landed. Uh, it was pretty illegal. Turns his head yeah. completely around. Uh, it was bad. Uh, but like I said, he ate it well. You know, he definitely did look confused when they showed the extended like interview that he did with the doctor. He was definitely a little starstruck. Um, the doctor asks him where he is. In English, by the way. Johnny Walker, uh, despite the name, not American, uh, and he's definitely not British. Uh, he he tells him, "I'm in the desert," and the doctor's like, "This guy can't fight." <laughs> 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 it's crazy, dude. 
It's crazy. He says, what country are you in? In the desert. And then chaos. And they call the fight. Johnny Walker pushes the ref. And I was like, no, don't do that. That's the worst thing you could do. And they're trying to fight. Uncle Ives trying to get over to him. And he's like, no, no, no. The people are in the cage. Johnny Walker points to the empty side of the cage. And he's like, if you go over there, we can fight more. And, yeah, I mean, Lives trying to get over there, and then Dana White runs in. He's it's, it's like uh, the Ultimate Fighter clip where he runs in. He's like, oh. you could tell he was just like, don't let this get, get crazy. Uh, and they call the fight. It was crazy, dude. The nuts. Yeah, Ellen now follow English. Okay, he doesn't speak very <laughs> good English, bro. It's like crazy. if you've ever heard his interviews, uh, you know. And uh, I do think that the knee had some, some impact on. <laughs> Okay. Says, and not a major alcohol brand. He's not American, yeah. he's not English, <laughs> and he's not an alcohol brand. <laughs> Shout out Chris. All of those facts. Yeah. But, uh, you know, um, I think that part of it, too, you can see is when the ref waves it off, right? Yeah. Like, that's universal. Yeah, Fighters know totally. this. And Johnny Walker, after the ref walked away after doing this, put his hands up and started walking towards Dan Kaliev, thinking like the ref was like, all right, let's continue. This doesn't mean let's continue. The- I don't think it was that. I think it was like, I don't give a fuck what they say. We're in a fight right now, and I'm going to keep fighting. I think it was more oh, that. I don't, think I don't know, confused. man. If, if you go back and you take a look at the footage, like, he looks confused on that part. And, and <laughs> But then again, he always looks confused. He um, might, But he's probably confused. Like, why would you stop this? I don't agree. I'm going to keep fighting because he's maybe. fucking Johnny Walker. He's a fucking psychopath. He's um, a savage. He's a wild, he's wild man. he's always involved. He's always involved with this weirdness, dude. Every time he fights, there's something weird that happens. You know, his coach, yeah, I love he, it. He, he gets knocked out like the inflatable guy and Kavanaugh is posting a video in their hotel room while they're eating pizza, just depressed. And then the next fight after that, they, they kick him out of the arena and he's just on the strip in his shorts and no shoes on. He's like, I love it. I love it. There's always Give me weird. more Johnny Walker. Yeah. We all need more Johnny Walker in our lives. Yeah, seriously. But yeah, it's crazy. awesome. And not, all right. Not the, that was not the first time the doctor fucked up last night. <laughs> oh yeah yeah we'll continue talking about that huh um yeah, we can move on. a little bit later but i we're think the next quick one we're gonna cover is uh alice uh alice versus alves yeah this was uh ikram was actually supposed to fight paulo costa right um mm-hmm. and then paulo costa was like what i never signed that <laughs> <And> then, so, <laughs> they, so it fell through and then they give him uh worthy alves for this one uh i think he was originally supposed to fight uh Imavov, right um yeah, and, and Worley, by the way, uh, going down. back up to this division that he had yeah. been out of for a very long time. Yeah, um, it's been a tough go for uh, for him, right? Um, for Worley? But for Worley. So he comes back, takes on a killer on short notice in a weight class above. Not getting the respect that uh, Usman and Volk got, but uh, it wasn't on 10 days notice or anything, but it was a short notice up a weight class against a Savage. So give him some respect. Um, and then... Oh, yeah. Also, uh, Dana is here. He said, uh, it's an illegal kick, man. Should have been a disqualification. Yeah, they called it a no contest, the Johnny Walker fight, when it ended off of an illegal knee. I feel like that's pretty yeah. clear-cut DQ. I think the rules are it has to be like a certain amount of time into the fight or something like that, which is ridiculous uh, because the fight ended off an illegal shot. That should just be a DQ automatically. I don't it know how you mess DQ. that up. Um, regardless of what the rules actually say, that's a DQ. Uh, but yeah, Ikram comes in. Worley uh, is trying to land some stuff and just can't find his range. Ikram finds it immediately, drops him with the jab, gets him up against the fence, explodes with a flying knee, that sw- jumping switch knee, uh, lands on him, and then just goes Dragon Ball Z combo, Manel Cop style, on the fence and just drops him. It was fucking brutal. Beauty. 
by the yeah. way, I love that uh, username Dana is here. What if it's really yeah. uh, Dana White? That's his <laughs> yeah, his username. His and he's just gonna go on and say that's fucking illegal. That knee is that's fucking, fucking illegal. illegal. <laughs> All right, uh, we can hop on to the next one, and you can just cover him real yeah. quick, Will. Uh, we don't need we'll a massive breakdowns from me either. Yeah, so Saeed uh, Nurmagomedov versus Gafarov. Yeah, Saeed uh, was originally supposed to fight, was it Sanhagen? Uh, no, Kyler Phillips. That was his last fight. He was booked against Kyler Phillips, uh, and then uh, he withdrew. Then he ends up against Gafarov. Gafarov clearly trying to pet pressure, get past Saeed's kicks because his kicks are so good. He's so like dexterous. He could throw like jabs with his kicks, kind of. He lands a nice high kick off of like no space, like uh, Superbon. Um, and uh, Gafarov shoots for a takedown, and immediately uh, Saeed gets that choke in, and it's fucking awesome, man. And he just rips it, locks it up, uh, chokes him out, out. Yeah, out Gafarov cold. was out like. You, you know, he held on as long as he could. And he's like, yeah, I'm about to go out. And he tapped. Yeah. As soon as he let him go, he was still out. Yeah. Look, that's a yeah, sick ass picture, man. It was pretty bad. Good photos from last good. night. Yeah, really good pictures. All right. Let me uh, move on to the next one here. We had Muhammad Mokai versus Tim Elliott. By the way, just wanted to share this one. I don't know if you could see it. Hey, that's, that's me that's with your boy right Tim Elliott there. So you, you could guess who I was uh, cheering for. Yeah. And I thought Tim Elliott did a really cool job this fight. His grappling is so fun. Um, he, he got a takedown on Mokhaev and I was like, how's Mokhaev going to deal with being off his back? Ends up getting up after like a minute of control. Um, eventually gets his own takedowns, just staying in guard the whole fight, which is kind of like frustrating to watch a little bit, but also Tim Elliott just throwing up like buggy chokes and like trying to get triangles. Like he was just real crafty off his back. Um, but yeah, Mokhaev just real, um, just okay with staying in guard. Um, and then they get up. And Tim Elliott lands two knees to the head while he's got him in that front headlock position. And Makai's got his hands kind of on the mat. And he pulls him up, knees him. They scoots him back, knees him again. And they're like, was that one illegal? And Herzog stops it. And they're like, I don't really know. And then they let the fight continue. No point deduction. And then another point, uh, he knees him in the head again right here. And they call it. And I was like, no, what are you doing? Herzog, you're my boy. Cause, and I was like, catch your position. I was telling Kevin, I was like, catch your position. There's nothing touching. The, can we go yeah. back to that picture real quick, Rich? Uh, there's nothing. It's just his feet are on the ground. That's not illegal. It was perfect for yep. Tim Elliott. They stopped the fight, and he's like, no, 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 no. Watch it. And you can hear someone in his corner screaming, his butt wasn't on the mat. Only his feet were on the mat. You can hear him in the corner. And so they reset him at that position, which is, I guess, the best thing he could do. But it kind of pissed me off because – it's a break in the action. Who knows where they would have went from these knees? Yep. He could have landed more knees. Um, yep. And eventually, Makayev hits this peak out that is fucking beautiful from beautiful. this position. Oh, my God, dude. I, there was no pictures of it. But, man, if you could find it, a clip of that um, and go back and watch that because, God damn, it was nice. And he ends up on top. Um, yeah, it's just fantastic grappling uh, from Makayev. And then he gets the arm triangle, and that's it. That's a wrap. But, yeah, kind of a bummer with that uh, that stoppage from the knee. It was yeah. Pretty sad to see uh, Tim Elliott lose there again. My boy fighting out of Frisco, Texas now. Shout out Tim Elliott. All right. Uh, we had Bostrop versus Henry before that. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to skip the Trevor Peak fight because Trevor Peak uh, evolved his game and was not nearly as exciting as he used to be, but he got the win. So good job. <laughs> um, but Bostrop versus Victor Henry. We talked about chaos, right? We had the weirdness with Johnny Walker. We had the weirdness with the knee stoppages from Tim Elliott. This one was arguably the weirdest because... They're fighting. Good first round. Bashrat's very crafty. His striking is very fun to watch. He throws a, a turning sidekick to the head, 
uh, or like a, a spinning back kick, right? Not a spinning. A lot, a lot of times people confuse a wheel kick with a spinning back kick. This is a back kick where it's almost like a push instead of like the whip um, yeah. from the rotation. Uh, catches Victor Henry on it. Beautiful. Um, fun scrambles on the ground. It's a fun fight. And I was really looking forward to this one. And then hits him with an inside. Yeah. Hits him with an inside leg kick right here. There it is. Uh, Victor Henry goes down immediately. And look, we've seen Victor Henry in dog fights. And uh, so there's people saying, I hate anytime there's a low blow, there's like, let's go through it with a magnifying glass. And did it actually land? Or is this guy a bullshitter? And you're like, Hey man, this guy's fighting for our entertainment. Can we just like let him have a moment here? <laughs> like, it's crazy, dude. <laughs> It's like, and the commentators do it now too. Did it land? Hey, you got kicked in the nuts. And and they, everybody forgets all of a sudden. Everybody, every man has been kicked in the nuts growing up. Oh, it's terrible. At least once. Terrible. It's terrible. And you and everybody knows, even just a slight nudge, it doesn't have to be the direct impact. Even just a flick, even like, it, it could be bad off of just a touch. And if you're wearing a cup, some people have never worn a cup. If you're wearing a cup and the cup gets hit, or you kick the leg and the cup moves and hits you in the nuts. That's terrible. It's yeah. bad. Even just that, it's it bad. It pinches him? Oh. And that's what I think happened here. I think it pinched oh. it, dude, because he was down for a while. The doctor comes in, the same doctor that asked uh, Johnny terrible. Walker where he was. And he goes in there and he goes, it didn't get you in the balls. And Victor Henry's like, what are you saying to me right now? <laughs> He's like writhing in pain. You can hear him like moaning in pain. Uh, this guy trains with Josh Barnett, dude. This guy's not – he's been in wars. He's been in dogfights. The, he's not faking this. Um, and he's like, it hit me in the dick and balls, dude. What are you telling me right now? How are you going to come in here and tell me that I didn't get kicked in the ball? It was insane to hear him say, it didn't hit you in the balls. Can you also, imagine, you like, in doctor? that Johnny Walker fight, like the doctor going in there and saying he can continue, and then a yeah. fighter coming in there and being like, actually, he can yeah like, yeah hey, no stay in your lane bro like you don't go in there and yeah. tell a fighter you didn't get kicked in the nuts yeah uh this was this is a bummer to see this is um Bostrot's instagram he says 15 and 0 uh let's see where did he say it uh i won by tko today 100 percent. thanks rich i was having trouble there um hey, hello <laughs> uh he said i uh i won by tko today 100 i tried to give the benefit of the doubt but i know what i felt in there and watching it over a thousand times there was no way that was low uh that was low so i have to see the proof dumb uh, i had my timing i was speaking to him the whole time in there and we both knew i was going to finish him in that in that second round uh i made the veteran quit i am the boogeyman of the division i will appeal i will be appealing this asap what are we talking about and then he said that josh barnett said that that victor henry quit and then josh barnett was like what the fuck are you talking about? I had absolutely never said that because later Victor Henry's throwing up in the back and they had to take him to the hospital for an ultrasound because dude was clearly fucked up from it. Not good. That comment on the bottom, why is Victor in the back throwing up? You kick him low, give it up. That's hilarious. Yeah, and then he said, uh, if we can zoom out, uh, Rich, uh, he replied to that comment and I think oh, he, he said something like, uh, he's throwing up because he was scared. <laughs> what? Because we're in a fist fight. Yeah. And he was scared for his life and he quit. So when you're scared, people throw up. His coach said he quit. And then Josh Burnett wow. was like, you better shut your goddamn mouth. I will come out of retirement and beat your ass. The balls collector has entered the division since <laughs> HW Cobra. He's coming for them. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. He'll collect like, them all. And I won't like stop Pokemon. until I get them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude. Yeah. All right. Now we can move though. on. We can move on from this one. Uh, let's see. The next one we're going to cover is Breeden versus Jersey. 
Jubilee. Uh, Jubilee. Sorry. Yeah. This fight was fucking incredible. I oh, love this fight so fun much. Fun fight. Jubilee, the first two rounds, so sharp. So goddamn sharp. He's throwing that one-two extended jab. He throws the two behind it, leans over, and then as he's coming back, he just throws the lead hook. Just as like a, this is my escape. Every single time I'm going to do it. It was beautiful. And he was catching Breeden on all three punches over and over and over again. Uh, and Breeden is like a dog, right? Literally. That's uh, the problem. He didn't know he yeah. had that dog in him. Yeah, he's he coming know. out barking. Yeah. Legit barking. The first two rounds and Jubilee's beating the brakes off him. Really sharp, just surgical, bam, 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 bam. Third round starts. Breeden needs a finish. And he literally starts barking at him. Did, I've, did, I've never seen it before. So the, in the, the stream I was watching... Right, they didn't show the the corner work. Did mm -hmm. did the corner? Did you see it? Yeah. Did the corner? No, like, no, no, no. They cut the ads. Oh, dude. Because I wonder if they're commercial. like, you got that dog in you. Show him. Yeah. Show him who's got that. And he just comes out like, whoa, whoa, whoa. like. Dude, so for anybody that didn't watch this fight, you need to go back and watch this fight because yeah, it was amazing. Jubilee is surgical. The first two yeah, rounds, really, and he looks like he's cruising into he's a victory in the clinch. Oh my god, he looks so good. He, he cut a Breeden really bad, you know. Apparently, mm -hmm. Breeden had a cut like three weeks ago that just reopened and it's just like talking as he yeah. gets hit. And Literally Jubilee's skin like, ah, hanging ah. down. Yeah. It's so bad. And then all of a sudden, Breeden comes out. Woof, woof, woof. Literally and, and barking Jubilee's at him like, his hands down. Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's so hesitant to throw anything at that point. And it's yeah. just Breeden walking him down, like he's throwing barking. his hands he's up. Like, USA. Woof. Yeah. USA. Like, he, like you know what it reminded happening? me of? Uh-huh. Stockton, you know, when, yeah, really, yeah. When uh, Nate Diaz or Nick Diaz was yelling out, Stockton, motherfucker, and, and, yeah. then, and you're like, What, yeah, well, they're like, why, why is this guy yelling this? I don't know what to do, dude. <laughs> Jubilee that was, was amazing in his head, yeah, like in his own head after that. Dude, the entire shut, time. Up, shut him down, completely shut him down, and then just walked him down and clobbered him until he knocked him out. It was crazy Look to watch, legit parking as he's walking towards this man with his hands down in a fist yeah. fight. Like fucking DMX, dude, just fucking <laughs> barking at the guy, fucking yelling USA at him. And you can tell Jubilee's like trying to reset. And he's just like, what the fuck's happening? And he just kept walking him down and landing on him. And then he knocked him out. It was incredible. Absolutely love the strategy. Breeden, yeah. I hope he does that every single time. Uh, definitely. Uh, I didn't like. Um, did he miss weight, Breeden? Really missed weight by I think it was three and a half pounds if I remember correctly. Yeah, three and a half pounds. It says he came in with staph infection. So uh, shout out to your boy for fighting with staph and not telling anybody. Kind of fucked up if you ask me. But uh, that's what happens when you're a dog, dude. You know. <laughs> hey, when you got that dog in you. Yeah. Is it no? Crazy. You know. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched this one back. Uh, I watched this one back this morning. Fucking awesome, dude. If anybody didn't yeah, catch this he, one, for when sure. Clipped him with that right on the chin and the way that yeah, literally just it like just crumbles. That. Yeah, just crumble. And then he hits a great stoppage. The head real quick. Yeah, just for <laughs> good measure. Pop. Yeah. You know, look, look at, at this face. Face down. Man. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. All right. Last it's one we're going to cover. Uh, let me see here. I think it was Magomedov versus Silva. Bullet. Yeah, Shara Bullet. Highly anticipated debut from Shara. Um, the UFC has a new villain. Uh, H.O.B. Comer says, apparently there are no rules fighting in the desert. They let a guy with one eye fight. <laughs> And in this one, Breeden obviously had a fresh cut that, of course, opened and looked disgusting. Yeah, literally a skin flap hanging down. Also had staph infection. So, mm. um, uh, but yeah. Uh, I think the second fighter in this uh, card that said they had staph infection, right? Yeah, Dudakova, I think, also had staph. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not cool. Pretty fucked up, actually. Just also, staff we, out we didn't the, cover it. 
on the map. Yeah, yeah, we didn't cover at the the first couple fights the card too. Uh, yeah, Dumas versus Azatar. We're not covering it, but Azatar the whole time was just grabbing Dumas's braids and just punching Dumas? him. And the yeah, it was like like what are you doing? You can't grab hair. And then DC was like, "Are you sure you can't? Because you can in the NFL." And it's like, "Hey, what are we talking about, DC? What the fuck are we talking about? Since when has there it. been any correlation between rules in the NFL and and MMA?" Hey, you um, could tackle in one, you could tackle in the other. True. Yeah, I guess that does it. Uh, <laughs> they're a match. Um, but yeah, this fight, Shara, uh, you know, highly anticipated uh, prospect coming into the UFC. Uh, really good kickboxing. Um, little bit of a mean streak uh just recently at that jiu-jitsu competition he got he gets leg locked he gets tapped pushes the guy over they had to separate him uh not a good dude also in a mall uh he saw a couple uh kiss on the escalator in front of him taps him on the shoulder and he's like hey man where i come from that's not cool to do that in public and the guy's like what the fuck are you talking about and then they get into a scuffle the guy bests him in the scuffle and char's like i can't have this waits around a corner and then as soon as the guy comes around the corner sucker punches him stomps him out like shogun and pride gets arrested for it so guy's got a little bit of a mean streak um but he's very good at kicking (laughs) kicking because the whole fight he's just kicking bruno silva and bruno silva's like oh my god his legs get chewed up his body gets chewed up he kicks him in the head uh but bruno you could tell char's a little bit like he struggles with hands like bruno was putting hands on him a little bit once he got past Mm -hmm. the kicking range um and then he really needs to work off that takedown defense, I think. He, he was kicking maybe a little bit too much. Uh, and Bruno was able to get takedowns on him pretty easily off the kicks. And then, But once he got taken down, he's chewing your boy up from the back. Just immediate elbows. He postures up to throw head kicks from the ground. Like he was just lighting him up off his back and really was just winning off of his back at that point. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I... It was weird. I believe it was the second round, right? When he had him down and he was throwing those elbows like crazy. Yeah. And that was like the first time coming out of the round. I was like, man, that was an easy round for Magomedov, dude, off his yeah. back. You know, off his like, back. easy call. Yeah. Easy call. Yeah. I also, it looks the, like I he was, uh, is he Amish? <laughs> I don't think he's Amish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, man, look at that leg. Yeah, got so legs, beat up, too. Dude. Silva. Oh, man, that's rough. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. All hey. three rounds. Kara won all three rounds off his back in most of the fight. <laughs> Will, I just want to tell you, great job blowing through like eight fights right now, going through like eight fights in like 15 minutes. That was fantastic, man. Yeah. Props to you. Um, nice. <laughs> moment of silence? Yeah. Uh, we only had a couple canceled fights, but all of them were big ones. Uh, <laughs> they literally all mattered. Um, Imavov was supposed to fight Ikram originally. Uh, that would have been cool to see. Uh, definitely a better test than Worley Alves. No disrespect, but on a full camp, Imavov versus Ikram. Is the way to go. I think they're saying Ikram's going to get a ranked opponent next because clearly he's he very should. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, like we didn't really learn much about Ikram in this fight because it was like, yeah, okay. Uh, and again, no disrespect. Um, Paulo Costa was originally supposed to fight Hamzat. He pulls he pulls through because he had nasty staff. Uh, he was there at the fight, but man, he had uh, like uh, holes in his elbow, and it, it's bad, dude. It's a real bad staff. Bench. It's bad. People were like. You can never trust them, and you can't. But this one's legit. Um, you just need to pour some of that secret juice all over it. Yeah, it'll be yeah, good in no time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it, uh, Islam was originally supposed to fight Del Bronx for the rematch. Uh, again, if you haven't seen the cut that Del Bronx sustained in training, it is a doozy, real bad. Um, so yeah, that's how we got Usman and Volkanovski. That's the moment of silence. 
Okay, and the bonuses, monies. Yeah. Uh, first off, the doctor uh, got two finishes in one <laughs> night, so he gets one. Uh, no, Makai gets one. Florida baby. Submission. <laughs> yeah. Uh, might lose his job actually. Might be the opposite of a bonus. Uh, Makai uh, gets a bonus for finishing Tamiliat with the uh, the arm triangle. Saeed gets one for that nasty choke out. Um, Ikram gets one for his finish Worley Alvarez, and then Islam gets one for the high kick knockout over the great. Nice. And that was it for UFC uh, 294. What do we have next? All we have next, next weekend, is Tyson Fury versus Ngannou. Versus Francis Ngannou. Woo, doggy. Look. Yeah. I'm excited for this one. Look what happens when you actually uh, like put effort into posters. This is fucking awesome. Regardless of what really you think about the poster. fight, some people are hating on it, and I understand why, but it's a good fucking poster. It's Real fantastic. Good. Uh, yeah, outside of that, I'm taking a look at the rest of the card. I don't know who they are. What are you doing looking at a boxing card? I don't know, dude. I'm, I mean, it's right here, so I'm just taking a look. Uh, but yeah, Tyson Fury versus yeah. Francis Ngannou. 10-round fight. Uh, I I know it, it's part of like the uh, the boxing culture going on right now, right? Where we're seeing some of these weird fights go on. But look, I'll take it. I'll, I'll take, take it, man. One. Let the guy get his bag. Come on. Hundred percent, dude. He's gonna get paid, and I'm glad he's gonna get gonna get paid, man. So, uh, yeah. Blunderbub says you got to talk about the 17 year old Taiwan child style head kick from the uh, KO from Friday. Yeah, for one Friday fights were fucking awesome, we, but we're already an hour and ten minutes in. We just don't have enough time. Um, we do have a one Friday fights uh, next week, so maybe we'll cover we'll we'll cover some of those fights and then Fury, Fury versus Engano. Uh, oh, I'm down with that. I am down with that. Hey, shout out to Regen Blunderbub. Brian, HLB Comer, Diggs, by the way. Uh, who else? Who else? Am I missing anybody? Uh, did I already say Blunderbub? Math Prodigy. Math Prodigy for joining us. Uh, we had a lot of folks join us live. Dana is here. Uh, might be Dana White. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? Christopher, but, uh, Christopher, that's the boy. I made, uh, made this really, really fun. So I appreciate everybody uh, hopping on. Um, Blunderbub told me watch a clip. I will. I will absolutely watch a clip. Please do. Uh, if this is your first time joining us, please like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Tell your friends. Tell your family. We're trying to reach 10,000 subscribers. We're about 9,200 right now, uh, Close, which is man. nice to see the growth. But we're, we're trying to get to that ever-elusive uh, 10K. It's going to be a very uh, very happy moment when we hit that 10K. Uh, outside yeah, of that, cool. if you don't want to watch but you want to listen, where can they find us? Well, Yeah, at Story of the Fight everywhere, uh, Spotify, YouTube, uh Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere podcasts are. Um, also, video on uh, X and um, Twitch uh, and Spotify. I think we have video too, actually. Uh, shout out, Chris. Um, and then, yeah, storythefight.com will show you everything. If you want merch, if you want the hoodie, if you want the t shirts, if you want the beanie, uh, storythefight.com. It'll show you the storefront right there. It'll list all our social medias. Just click through them, hit follow, hit subscribe, all that jazz. Thank you very much. To everybody for listening, and just in case everybody was wondering, like, hey, this show's pretty well produced. I wonder who produces it. That's actually our guy in the background, Rich Boosters, Richard Boosters, Richard Casual. We love you, Rich. And that's all I got. Thank you, everybody, for listening another week of Story of the Fight.